T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm having a wonderful evening, Richard. Thank you very much for asking. Oh, that is great to hear, Ryan. I feel like it's always better when you're in a uh, a good mood, although yes. we'll see how long you are in a good mood, sir. We'll see. I am very much looking forward to this episode. Uh, of course, it'll be solo a Star Wars story. But before we get to that, Ryan, there's a lot to get to all of a sudden here in This Week in Dork. This Week in Dork! Yeah! All right, Ryan, how about this? James Mangold, you might remember him from directing the film Logan, which we both liked very much. He apparently is set to write and direct a Bubba Fett movie. Which is great because what we found is these his his brand of like western like gritty western but sci-fi would yeah. be awesome for a Boba Fett movie. It would and be. What a, what an awesome opportunity this would be to have your first R-rated Star Wars movie. That would be pretty cool. That would that I would give it a little something extra. I don't know if they'll do that. It's Disney. I don't know still. if they'll do that either. It's it's yeah. It's but you know this is one of the most storied. And kind of, uh, dare I say, overrated characters in the universe? I think it's the most overrated character in the universe. I think he looks cool, but he really doesn't do shit. If you look back at the movies, he kind of stinks, but he looks awesome. Yeah. Like, he's the original Captain Phasma. Yes, he is. That's what I've sort of noticed. He's going to jump in the old Sarlacc pit. Like, that's fine. You can do that, and he looks cool. And also, don't you think that the prequels also made him a little bit worse? I think they did. I think they forced the issue a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, they kind of shoehorned him down. Then you're like, all right, now we know about his dad, and we know about all these clones. And you're like, I don't, I don't know about this. So he wears the helmet that his dad's head got cut off in. Yeah, I would have worn something else. Yeah, you want to get, to, you know, go to play it against sports and pick up something. You know what I mean? <laughs> get yourself something nice, something new, something that's you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like a bounty hunter. You know, I liked, uh, I like Dog the bounty hunter. I liked his wife. His kids. Yeah. They were fine. So, I don't know. I, I think there are a lot of other characters, and we can get to this later on in the episode, uh, characters that deserve their own standalone movie, but I'll see it. I mean, what, what am I going to do? You know? Yeah, what are you going to do? What am I? Uh, I? How about this news, Ryan? This is right up your alley. We've talked about Spawn on the podcast before and the idea that they're going to reboot Spawn. They're going to give the yeah, old yeah. Re- reboot. What do you think of Jamie Foxx? I think that's a, that's a good choice. Yeah. You know, he's got some action chops. He does. He's got a little bit of action. He also, you know, he's, got, uh, he's got loads of comedy. Like, is Spawn going to give you the comedy, though? Oh, no. No, not at all. No. No. I don't know. Maybe he, some dark humor. Now, the know, last but, time Jamie Foxx was in a comic book movie, he turned in a hell of a performance as Electro in Spider-Man 2. Uh, yuck. <laughs> that was yuck. awful. The, oh, uh, I'm oh, sorry, oh. the amazing Spider-Man 2. He yes. was trash. Trash oh, in that. Awful. Not a good villain, but maybe a good antihero. Yeah. All right. So you're how many uh, on a scale of one to six? Hypothetically, let's use that scale. Six being this is the perfect casting choice. What would you give it? Uh, f- uh, four, four and a half. Now, again, we've sort of modified the scale last week. Is that like a hard four or a soft four? <laughs> That's a. It's a hard four. Maybe maybe a four and a half. Soft four and a half. I heard a lot of people uh, last week, I, I got some feedback, that when you suggested that a movie had three-quarter stones, that people spit out their coffee and they weren't even drinking any. Well, that's, you know, that's on me. You know, there are times where I take the – that wasn't a good move on my part. But at the same time, like, you kind of understand what I'm coming from. Like, it's not <laughs> – any scale, any scale is going to be imperfect. Like, there are certain, like, in-betweens. yeah. You know, because you think like a f- well, the metric uh, scale is pretty perfect. Yeah, well, like a four out of six is like a C minus, and like it wasn't that. No, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, so you wanted like, to give it four and three quarters. Yeah, it was like a B, like B plus, like a, <laughs> like an eighty six. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think you but should start. On me. I won't do that anymore. I think you should start grading your students one through six. But yeah, that's it. That's all you get. <laughs> the parents would be like, "What the fuck is this?" You're like, "Oh, they got no, a, we're they're four. They got a four. They're no half stones either. No, 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 no half, no half stones." I got some Netflix news, Ryan. You have Netflix, right? Sure do. Riverdale season two currently available. Awesome. If you feel like jumping on board that train, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll get back to you on that. I'm kind of I'm taking that as a maybe on your end. <laughs> I'm kind of saying one day you're going to get bored. You're going to say, you know who you know who would like Riverdale is your wife. Your wife would love Riverdale. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, should we watch the first episode? And we were like, oh, okay, all right, this is good. We can see where this yeah. is going. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also on Netflix right now, Arrested Development season five. I know. I'm excited. I, I um, wasn't a big fan of season four. Season four kind of sucked out loud. Yeah. Uh, big fan of one through three. Yes. So maybe they turn it around. I, I, what I've, uh, I've read somewhere on the internet is that season five, there was less scheduling conflicts. So there's a lot more of like the whole cast together. Whereas in season four, it was like, it's this character and it's these two and it's this one. Yeah, and it's this. That's what I didn't like. I didn't like it was like, this is Buster's arrest yeah. development. Like, I didn't like it was like each episode was like a character. Yeah, exactly. Now, and I tell you, they hate that Jeffrey Tambor now. I don't know ooh-boy. what's going on with him. No one likes him anymore. How about you got him? You got Morgan Freeman is now a creep? Yeah. Oh, oh maybe the biggest news of the week, Roseanne canceled, Ryan. <laughs> well, that's her own fault. That she's, is she's dumb. squarely on her, for sure. Yeah. We were trying to figure out today on the show who where is like DJ and like some of those, like kind of back out of work, I would assume. Yeah, and you kind of screwed him. Like, yeah. what's her, Sarah Gilbert, look, Darlene has the view, you know, so she's yeah. got that to fall, whatever the hell she's the talk or the view. Whatever John Goodman wants. can be in anything at any time because he's awesome. Yep. Laurie Metcalf and, just turned in a wonderful performance in Lady Bird. She sure did. Yeah. Um, and But, like, after that, like you said, what's DJ going to do now? I think he has, like, four kids, too. Oh, boy. Yeah, so he's like, he just screwed him out of a job. He's like, hold on, ABC. What about the, a DJ spinoff? They're like, no, we don't and, want that. Yeah. We don't and want that. And then you that. had the girl, the girl who was on Shameless, who plays like a daughter or something, like a someone's daughter on the show. I'm going to be honest. I'm not all that familiar with the program. Okay, uh, Shameless. She, she was the youngest no, daughter. No, no, not Shameless. The, Roseanne. I don't really know. No, but what I, was gonna, what I was going to say is she plays one of the daughters, and she was oh. like, oh, yeah, I was quitting anyway. Oh, she okay. pulled one of those. All right. She's like, I was in talks and quitting anyway. So <laughs> apparently all is not well in Roseanne. I didn't get Same. fired. I quit. You're like, okay. Exactly. Great. Uh, going Circling back to Netflix news, Ryan, we talked a while ago about the graphic novel Lock and Key, which was written yes. by Joe Hill, which is Stephen King's son. Really good. I really enjoyed Lock and Key. Like, it's, it's pretty fantastical, but I liked it a lot. Now, they made a pilot for hulu it was going to be a hulu show hulu rejected it and said no thank you and now netflix is picking it up uh yeah i think this is this is one of those moves where i think hulu does plays it safe a lot okay Um, i was gonna say netflix uh, goes the other way like netflix they're gonna be doing live episodes of hashtag dork soon like they just they'll take anything yeah which they'll just take good. anything. And, and they'll, you know, if it's a little bit more R-rated, they're exploring some darker corners. I think that's more of a Netflix show than it is a yeah. Hulu show. So I'm, I am so. looking forward to that. Uh, no word on when it's going to start or anything else, but it looks like it's going to move over to Netflix. Uh, and the last bit of news here, Ryan, the last Sharknado movie is going to be coming out August 19th. It is the sixth in the franchise, and it is just simply titled The Last Sharknado, colon, It's About Time. Uh, you want a hot take right now? Yes, I do. Not the last one. Ooh. <laughs> They'll make another one. You have outdone yourself today, Ryan. Yep. They will make another one of these. They're full of shit. They, if yeah. they, these, speaking of people who need the who need the money, Tara Reed and Ian Zeering, like they need the money. Tara There's Reed. There's some alimony payments there. Yeah, probably. And Tara Reed, we got to get we got to keep her on movie sets just so she won't die. I'd, like so someone could watch her. Sneaky Alive, yeah, she is. Sneaky alive. She's sneaky. She's, she's sneaky made some alive. bad decisions. She has. Uh, a lot of life choices there maybe didn't go her way. Mm-hmm. But we'll always have Van Wilder and American Pie 2. We sure will. So that Something else. Pop that and in the, the Big Lebowski. Lebowski. And the Big Lebowski, right. Yep. Yep, sure. All right, Ryan, are you ready for your uh, your portion of the program? Yes, let's. It's time for Davey's video game minute. 
takes more than a minute. Here we go. All right, this is going to be a short one because I'm going to save one of my video game minutes for the pick of the pot. So I'm not going to okay. spoil that right now, but right. I'm going to save one for that. Um, the, the news and, and notes of the video game world, Richard, you'll be excited to know that Mr. Terrell Owens is going to be on the cover of Madden this year. I do like T.O. Hall of Fame edition. I like T.O. Pretty good. Yeah, and he's gonna, he is going to be wearing a Dallas Cowboys uniform, which was a little... A little uh, yeah, I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. You should have him in a Niners uniform if you're going to have him in anything. Definitely. Right? Definitely. So he he's going Cowboys. All right. So it was his choice. Fair enough. So, Fine. And the the biggest news I would I would guess in the video game world this week is that uh, Player Unknown, the Korean company famous for Battlegrounds or PUBG as you would as you would call them. Yes, yes, I would. Uh, they are formally filing a lawsuit against Fortnite. Finally, really. This has been rumored, has been rumored for some time that this was going to happen. After and all this time. Have, after all this time, they're like, you know what? Enough's enough. Like, this is the biggest game in the world, and you completely ripped off our game. Wow. So now you get to go to court for it. Now, there's some precedent with this, and, like, Apple, I was reading some article about it, and, like, Apple has been through a couple of these before, where they, they call them, like, the look and feel lawsuits. Okay. Remember, remember when that guy uh, who made, remember that game Flappy Bird, which was, like, the biggest game in, like, the world at one point? Flappy Bird? It was called Flappy Bird. Like, it was, like, the biggest mobile game, like, ever. And, oh. And uh, um, the guy just, like, pulled it. Like off off of Apple, and then there were like other games called like Flippy Bird or like uh, Flappy whatever, and it was just something. They were the exact about same angry, game. They just what about Angry it. Birds? Is it like that? So you, yeah. So like no, it was like one of those things where you like remember the old helicopter game where you were like going through the cave and yes. you had to like click them. It yeah. was like that, but oh. it was a little bird. Oh, and, gotcha, gotcha. So. Apple deals with these things all the time where, like, it's the exact same game, except one of them's free and it looks a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. So there's, these, there's this weird nebulous thing where Fortnite could be okay. I think if this, came, if this lawsuit happened, like, three months ago, they would be dead in the water. But since then, Fortnite's become kind of a, a different game than PUBG. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know the legalese here. I don't know how this is going to go, but it's formal lawsuit time. So Oh, boy. Strap in yeah. and strap on. Exactly, because yeah. these are kind of like the two biggest games going right now. So pretty good going head to head. So that's that's it for me for now. Well, then Ryan, let me ask you: Are you ready for the topic du jour? Excuse me. Well, it's the topic of the day, and oh, to- right. okay. today, Sorry. yeah, today yeah. it is Solo, a Star Wars story. This is a uh, film that just came out this past weekend. It is two hours and fifteen minutes. Currently, well, at least last check. On the Rotten Tomatoes, 70%, 7-0. Yep. That is by the critics. The audience is giving it a 60%. It was tough. That's, that's a rough That's belt. a low score. The number one at the box office, $83.3 million in the U.S., which is not what they were looking for, and just $65 million internationally, which apparently is a real kick in the pills. They were not yep. excited to bring in that kind of money. Uh, so let's begin, as we do with all of our movie reviews, spoiler-free, so I ask you, Ryan, very simply, did you like it? I did. All right, now ask me if I liked it. Did you like it? No, not really. Okay, so now, so we were taking some, uh, we were taking some heat we on were. The Twitter, yeah, about people say we agree too much. Well, guess what, sucker? Yeah, we disagree. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fight to the death now. Oh yeah, you're over, gonna get it. Over you're a... gonna get it <laughs> over my opinion on something. <laughs> so I'm very. Um, passionate i guess about my opinions or so yeah but i do think that there is a big difference i don't know like i've sort of gotten to the point and maybe it doesn't make for a good podcast i don't know but if there's a movie and someone's like i love this movie it's my favorite movie how am i going to tell them it's not their favorite movie yeah it's like no it isn't you idiot how, like, how, how could that be your favorite movie like i yeah. don't know man because it, i like it I'm like oh oh ah. like you can't do that whereas like if you're like, hey, Terry Rozier is better than Kyrie Irving, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. No, he's not. An and like, then an I have stats to back it up, and I have this to yeah, back it up. I have all this other stuff to back it up. But in a movie, if you really like it, good for you. I, I, I'll tell you why I like it, and I'll, you know, yeah. maybe I won't understand why you like it, but I have a hard time getting all hot and bothered over that. Like the DC universe, like we've gotten in arguments with people on Twitter that they love Batman v Superman. I'm like, I hated it, but if you love it, I don't know. I don't, I'm not it, sure yeah, why. Okay. You can try to talk me into it, but I'm not going to budge. Like I don't, I don't, I don't see it that no, way. No, and it's funny. The older I get, the the less interested I am in like trying to change people's opinions of things. Yeah, that might be like, what that's it is. Cool. Like that's cool. All right, 
you know? Um, and for me, like, I liked this movie. I liked what I liked, and I ignored what I didn't like. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, and I, I'm sure this is a terrible way of putting it, but I didn't not like it. Oh, see, yeah, that, okay. Yeah, I would say uh, I just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is fine. But, right, like that's just that's just how it is, and so we'll get into it. We'll go through the but whole fuck movie. Fuck you for saying that, idiot. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It, you embrace stupid the hate. shit. That's right. Harness yeah. the hate. <laughs> what did you think, Ryan? Overall, of the action in the movie? The action was decent. I thought that yeah. was kind of one of the uh, higher points. Um, yeah, I thought I thought that was good. Yeah, I thought you there know, were definitely beat. there were definitely some moments where you're like, yeah. okay. Now I think there's been better action scenes in other Star Wars movies, right. but not not to say that this was was terrible. No, it's no Praetorian Guard fight. It's not the Darth Maul fight. It's not like any of those things. But it's just like solid like chase scenes. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which are cool. There's no Vader and Rogue One here. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the comedy in the movie? See, this is what I did. I thought it was lame. I thought it was pretty much non-existent. And what they did try to do, like, this isn't a spoiler, but, like, they make a couple, like, borderline, like, dick jokes. Yeah. And you're just like, why? You know what I mean? Like, they didn't fit. Yeah, I didn't really like it either. Like, I was just like, I mean, and you had, like, you know, Donald Glover as Lando was good, and he's smooth, but he wasn't, like, you know, really laugh out loud funny. Like, Woody Harrelson's in the movie, so we know he can be funny, but his character really wasn't. You know, the different droids, and we can get into them. I personally did not think were funny. And, like, Force Awakens, it's not like a comedy. Like, you're not, like, dying laughing. But Force Awakens, you chuckle, I would say, several times in Force Awakens. Yeah, you get a couple of haws, like a ha! couple of like haws, a couple, couple of good time laughs. I didn't really get much of it here. And then what about the overall story? Again, understanding that it is a prequel movie, so there's only so many things that you can do. But what did you think of the story itself and then also how it fits in with the universe? I enjoyed it. Um, it fit in with the universe in, in a certain way that I'll get into in a little bit. But I love a good heist movie. Um, okay. One of my favorite movies, sneaky good movie that I really liked from last year was Logan Lucky. I don't know if you saw that. No, I didn't see that one. That's actually good. with Kylo Ren, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, Channing Tatum. So it's like um, uh, just a good heist movie. Like, I'll watch that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, even if it's not that good. Um, right. So I liked it. I liked the story. And there were some characters were like, it almost set some things up down the road, you know, which I kind of enjoyed. Yeah. Like, I, I left the theater wanting more, which was odd, because I didn't think it was that good of a movie, but I'm like, okay, what are they going to do with that? No, that's true. Yeah. I, had, I had a similar feeling, and even though it was two hours and 15 minutes, like, I was kind of like, you know what, this could go another 10, 15, just to see what you guys have in mind. Like, right. I, I had sort of that thought to it. And so I also thought, again, sometimes... This is really the, the age-old question as it comes to, like, any prequel. Like, a prequel for anything. Like, so if I tell you, like, all right, here's this great movie. And, like, okay, I love this movie. And then you're like, now we're going to, like, we talked about what some of the things were like early on in their lives. Now we're going to show you. And yeah, yeah. it almost never lives up to it. You're like, oh, did I really want this? Like, god damn it. Because yeah. there are certain things, especially in Star Wars. Like, there's Star Wars lore. And things get, like, built up so much. And then they're like, well, here it is. And, like, the, the best example of that is, like, Anakin Skywalker being young. You're like, oh, here we go. And then you're like, oh, yeah. shit, this is, this is it. Like, and they're just, like, fart for, like, two hours, you know? Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> what I had in my head was a lot better than this. Yeah. And so I had some of that with, with this movie as well. Um, but, obviously, the connection to the Star Wars universe, it's definitely clear. There's things that... You know, if you're familiar with everything that goes on in Star Wars, like there is some, and then it's really up to you whether or not it's a good payoff or not. And then we talk about it like all the times. Like I felt that one of the things that I that hurt the story a little bit was the member berries factor. Yes, where like basically the directors, there was like four of them or three of them uh, on this thing. They like they had like a checklist of like everything that Han Solo had mentioned in like the <laughs> yeah, right. in the original trilogy that he had done when he was younger and like all right we got to make sure we get like, that it's in it's all there yeah, the, yeah that's and, definitely true and i felt that which i didn't want to but i did there was know? definitely some of that now this could be a tricky endeavor this is the 10th star wars movie again not talking about like the animated ones or like the christmas special this is the 10th movie um, do you have a ranking 1 through 10 I gave it so i did, i wrote them all out and okay. i ranked them and i would put this either 6 or 7 
I I actually agree. So we see it about the same in the Star Wars universe. It's just how high you view those. I think it's actually easier. I have a one through ten here, but I think it's even easier to do tiers. And so hear me out on this one. So basically, especially if we're doing Infinity Stones, I would say Empire Strikes Back and the original Star Wars, to me, are in one tier. Yes. Then I personally have... And I think this is the order, but I could be talked into any of the three being jumbled up. It'd be yep. Rogue One, Force Awakens, and Return of the Jedi. Yep. And then, I honestly, I would go Solo, The Last Jedi, and maybe even Revenge of the Sith. Like, I think Revenge of the Sith might even be on the same level as these two. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, the other two shit bums, uh, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. So, yeah, so what I had... You want to go ascending or descending? You want to go ten to ten to one or one to ten? Yeah, go t- I had it go basically t- the same as you had it. Okay, so um, oh, but just to be clear, I have Phantom Menace last. I said the other the order there, but I have yeah. Menace so we had us. we had it the exact same okay. then. So I had number one with a bullet is Empire Strikes Back. Like that's one yes. of the best movies ever. Yes. Then A New Hope. Yes. Then Force Awakens. Okay. Then Rogue One. Yep. Then Return of the Jedi. Yes. Now here, I think you. This is where I said six or seven. You could flip flop Solo or the Last Jedi. Yeah, I I agree. Like you could flip flop those. I agree. And then I went Sith, Attack of the Clones, Phantom Menace. So, yeah, me too. So we we have basically the same order. I I like yep. Rogue One slightly more than you. Like than Force Awakens. So that that would be my one flip. And then Solo and Last Jedi. So the two most recent Star Wars movies that we saw, neither one were were great. And you like you like them both more than I did. Like we did the Last Jedi episode, which you can check out in our archives. I remember. You liked it more than I did. We ended up giving it like a similar score, but you were just higher on it than I was. Yeah, and I think again, like I'm just so over like people just like expecting every Star Wars movie to be like Empire. It's not going to be. No, it's not. You know, it, you you can't, and especially a story like you said, it's a bit of an origin story. It's a bit of a heist movie that that exists in within a Star Wars universe, but you can't expect that they're all going to be that kind of movie. And I think I, I, I go back to like when you're going to do these one-off movies, maybe the characters we don't know as much about are the ones that you're better off doing it with. Because right. the expectation for like a young Han Solo, it ends up being what you said about like shoehorning in these things that we heard about and like making sure that that's the movie. Whereas yeah. if you do a different character, like even Boba Fett, who we mentioned before, I'm not wild about him as a character. But we don't know a ton about him, and so maybe you can figure out how he went from a little kid to like helping out Darth Vader and like you know trying to get after Han Solo with Jabba the Hutt and all that other stuff. But see, what I find is successful if you're going to do spin-off movies. What I find have always been successful is if you make up a new character who then interacts with those secondary characters. You know what I mean? Yes. Like if there's a new, you know, he's like an up and coming, you know. Sith or Jedi who then is in this world and will bump into like the the characters that you know what I mean like I yeah. feel like that works yeah that because right that's a little bit context better. right whereas like you don't have so much invested like people if you if you ask eighty percent of Star Wars fans will tell you who's your favorite character in Star Wars eighty percent of the people are going to say Han Solo yeah because he's the he's the fucking coolest guy in any of these stories Solo and Vader probably are the two you know what I mean yeah. and, and that someone who's like that established, people who have that much invested in, they don't want to. They don't want it ruined, you know. Yeah, I, I think. And I don't. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, and I don't think this movie did that. But like, I could see where people were like, "Well, you know, getting all pissed off about it," you know. What did you think of the actor? Was it Alden Eigenreich or whatever the hell his name Alden, is? Alden Reich. Yeah, I, I. He was fine. Like, but again, you know, you're you're playing young Harrison Ford, and I felt like when he was. When he was good, I didn't notice it. And yeah. when he was bad, he was trying to do a Harrison Ford impression. Yeah, I, I, caught, I definitely got some of that. I'll be honest, from the trailer to the movie, he actually was better than I thought. Or maybe I just went in with the lowest expectation. I'm like, this guy's right. going to suck. And yeah. I still think the other characters outshined him. Like, it, And again, all spoiler free, but if you were ranking the characters... There was probably five or six that I liked more than him, and that's not a great oh, yeah. sign. Yeah, and you know, not a spoil. Well, I won't. Talk yeah, save it. Just we'll save, it, it. save it. Save it. Save it. Chewbacca's one of them. Chewbacca's better. Lando's better, and then there's a whole bunch of other ones that are that, yeah. are, that are better than him. So I think before we get into the uh, spoilers, let's just let's get into what would your score be? Uh, I would I would give it a four out of six. All right, I'm going to give it a three. 
Yeah. Oh. I'm giving it a three, and and honestly, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna retcon. I think I gave Last Jedi a four. I'm gonna retcon that down to a three as well. They're, they're I'm gonna keep that one. I think I gave it a four and a half. I'm gonna yeah. Stick. All right, yeah. So you got f- both fours, whether they're hard or flaccid, and then yeah. I got a couple of threes. So that that's what we're working with here. So are we ready to uh, anything else before we Uncle Bucket? Uh, <laughs> I just feel bad every time you say that. Well, fine. He spoiled Avengers for me. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! All right, here we go. Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoilers for Solo: A Star Wars Story. And the first thing when, you're, when I was sitting down in the theater and like getting ready to watch the beginning, I was like, "All right, let me get my mind right and let me remember like where and when this takes place." And so, trying to get an idea of like what's going on in the galaxy. So, this movie takes place between. Episode 3 and Rogue One. So I think Han Solo is supposed to be like 19 or 20 here, right? Yeah. and he's he, a, Yeah, he's a young man. He's a, he's a younger dude. I'm sure the actor's a lot older, but I think the character himself is supposed to be like 19. And we know that like he's about 10 years older, I think, than Luke and Leia. So that's the other thing I was thinking in my head. I'm like, all right, so Darth Vader is out there in the world somewhere. Yeah. And Luke and Leia are both... You know, not even teenagers yet, but they're they're alive doing their own thing. This is, and that's the other thing. I was like, "Are we going to get Darth Vader? I need to see Darth Vader. I want to see Darth Vader. What is he doing? Can somebody at least mention him?" And that didn't yeah. happen. That might be a me problem, but I was like desperately like, no. "How are we not talking about Darth Vader?" And there's a couple of cameos that I was expecting to see that I didn't see. And oh. obviously, we got the big payoff at the end. So I was expecting that you were going to get Jabba the Hutt at some point. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they re- referenced uh, Tatooine, obviously, but no they Jabba did. the Hutt. A big shot, like a big shot gangster on Tatooine. I thought they were going to mention, or you at least see Jabba at some point, yeah. or mentioned. Um, and the other one, I thought, so people were like, oh, there's a big, because obviously you you, yes. you can't be on social media with like big spoiler, like big cameo. Which, by the way, that's that is a spoiler. Not to not to revisit that episode. Um, yeah. But if you told somebody like, "Hey, like the movie is pretty good," and huge cameo, like that, that's bullshit. You can't do yeah. that. Um. But the one I thought I didn't think uh, we were into spoilers, so I can say it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't think it was going to be Maul. What I no. thought was I thought Obi Wan was going to show up at some point. Like Ewan McGregor was going to show up. Oh, that would have been cool. I was thinking a little smaller scale. I was thinking Yum Yum the. Uh, Lando's buddy, yum yum. Oh, yeah, yum yum yum, whatever. <laughs> yum yum. I thought it was his boy. I thought he was going to be in there. Yeah. Uh, no, I thought I thought it was going to be like you and McGregor now, who would have been an older Obi Wan Kenobi. That would have been a good one. Up. Yeah, yeah, that, that would have been pretty cool. And so we'll get into the one that we with Darth Maul. Like that was crazy. Yeah. But so we'll get into that coming up. But so. We get a we get a scroll, well, sort of a scroll. No, it's not a scroll. Not a scroll. You know what? Take it yeah. back. I'm gonna, I'll edit that in post. We had uh, just words on a screen at the beginning, yep. and this is what it said, Ryan. It said, "It is a lawless time, Lucy Lawless." No, it just said, oh. "It's a lawless time. Crime syndicates compete for resources, food, medicine, and hyperfuel. All caps on hyperfuel, by the way. So yep. if you thought this movie." Didn't have hyperfuel. It does. It does have hyperfuel. It does. You weren't. You weren't expecting that. Like, we oh got you. shit! This is going to be good. Yep. On the shipbuilding planet of Corellia, the foul Lady Proxima forces runaways into a life of crime in exchange for shelter and protection. On these mean streets, a young man fights for survival but yearns to fly among the stars. That's, All right. That's corny. It's corny. Yearns, yeah. Yearns to fly among the stars. Mm-hmm. Wars. All right, so Ryan, let's just go through the movie, and we can we can stop and start, and get, you know, get into whatever else. But just so we don't yeah. try not to miss anything here. But basically, very early on in the movie, you're introduced to uh, a young Han Solo and Kira, played by the mother of dragons, and yeah, they're on Amelia Clark. Yeah, Amelia Clark. They're on that world, that Corellia, and they end up having to escape from Lady Proxima. Who is a huge like worm, like a sea worm type of thing? What yeah. do you think of her? Uh, again, I, I think one of the par- the problems with this movie, and we'll get into the my favorite worst parts, was like they kind of waste characters. Yeah, you know, and she was introduced only to be like spotted like uh, with sunlight, and then goes back into the water. Like 
not that badass of a badass. No, she's kind of crazy, that. though. But yeah, like, like, she's susceptible to sunlight and rocks, and, but she has a lair that has windows. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, maybe not have the windows. Yeah, yeah or board them up or something. You know what I mean? Like a, so no one does that. Seems like a mess. So Han and Kira, they have the stolen coaxium. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm it's not going to... refined hyperfuel. That's true. Again, it all circles back to hyperfuel. Yeah. I'm not going to say that Han and Daenerys had the same on-screen chemistry as Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen, but it made me think of them, if that makes sense. Well, she... I mean, and that's, that begs the question. See, I would say that kind of worked for me. Okay. Um, and I'll tell... And we're into spoilers, so I can talk. I keep... Like, want, not wanting to spoil it. Spoil the shit out of it. It gives a little bit more weight to her character. Because then you're like, is she just messing with him the whole time? Oh, I like, okay, of, I like that. That's, that's you know good what I mean? stuff. Yes. Like she was his, she was, he was her ticket off the planet. Well, you know what I mean? And that, that really makes the one scene, when they first see each other, and we're going out of order here, but when they first see each other three years later, yeah. and like, first of all, I don't know how he doesn't just like shit his pants because like for three years his whole goal has been to see her and yeah. she just like taps him on the shoulder. She's like, "What's up?" He's like, "Oh wow, you're here." And then she's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And yeah. like she's cold blooded, and you're right. Maybe that does play to her character more, but maybe she should have faked more excitement. But that was like the most anticlimactic thing. Like, can you imagine, like your whole goal in life is to find somebody you have no idea on on where on the galaxy they are. Yeah. And three years go by, and then you're like, hey, what's up? And you're oh, shit. Like you're, you're a high school girlfriend, and you haven't had a girlfriend since. Right. Like move to, like, Europe. And, like, you're just backpacking through Europe, and you find her. No, you know but you I mean? were like, also, you were, like, in the war, too. Like you yeah, were yeah, in yeah. war. You were in battle, and your whole goal, you're like, once I get out of here, I'm going to go back to that dump of a planet, and I'm going to find her, and we're going to be in love. Yeah, and she's, you know, lived a hard life those three years and yeah. has done what she had to do to survive. And, you know, I was, that whole thing, once it came back around towards the end, I'm like, okay, so that, made a little again, bit more sense. I was like, that's a little, that's as good as you guys got. And then they make out in, like, the closet of capes, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. That seemed a little bit forced. But now I'm looking at it as if, you know, she's an opportunist, and she's going to, like, do what she has to do. Right. And I think it would Beckett, Woody Harrelson's character, is like, she's a survivor. Like, she's going to do what she has to do. No, that's that's true. And so she's uh, going back to when they were first together. They get to like, they got a train station, basically. Mm-hmm. Kira gets apprehended. Han gets away. He then joins the Imperial Navy as a flight cadet. And this is where you get the scene. And again, this is where, careful what you ask for. Like, if you want all of the backstory on a character, you're going to get a scene where the recruiting officer says, oh, no surname, huh? All right, Han Solo. Come on, uh, you prick. And then not only that, but then they they fast forward a bit, and they're like, and then he's like, wait a minute. So if you signed up for the Imperial Navy to be a pilot, like, what are you doing in the infantry? And he has to explain that. Oh, I was kicked out, and they put me here. Like, there right. was this whole thing. Like, that seems stupid. Definitely seems stupid. So why he, didn't? You, why don't you have the guy just be like, no, you're not going to be a pilot. You're infantry. Bye. You can either take infantry or you can go. Could could have done that. So yeah, as you said, so he gets booted out. Now he get, he's plopped down in the Battle of uh, Mimban, where this is where he comes across Beckett, Val, and Rio. Yeah, I loved Rio. By the way, I loved Rio, and that's what one of my. Again, I was going to get to it, but like the least favorite part of this movie is they fucking waste great characters. Well, that's the other problem. Is like. When you have a movie like Rogue One or like Solo, uh, you got to be careful because so the 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 original trilogy, which is what everybody holds up and like that's the most important thing in the world, and it is, it should be. But if you start introducing characters, they can't be too important because then right. you can't explain how they were never mentioned. And so that's what's tricky. It's like Rio was awesome, but if he lasts too long, well, like, where was he in A New Hope? And if he wasn't there, how come they're not talking about him? So, like, he's gone, but he was great. Voiced by Jon Favreau. He had four arms. One of the coolest scenes was just him sitting there, and he was, like, making soup or something. And he had, like, like two or three hands stirring stuff with spoons. It was great. Yeah. So I liked him. (laughs) He loved that. Uh, so Han tries to join up with that team, but Tobias rats on him. He gets tossed into a pit with a beast. It ends up being Chewbacca. So this is this is the first ever meeting between Han Solo and Chewbacca. What did you think of that? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was cool that they like 
Because didn't he say, like, the first time they met, he almost killed This is one of those tick boxes, like, the first time they met, he almost killed him? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think like, so. They, he yeah. says that at some point. Um, so there's that tick box right there. Um, I loved, I always liked that Han, like, kind of translated for him. Like, yeah, he understood him, and they understood each other. But like, you would get what they were saying through like their conversation. I didn't need Han Solo to speak Wookie. That was stupid. I didn't need that at all. That was so weird. Now I guess it got Chewbacca's attention, but he could have spoke to him anyway. Like he could have said, "Like what are you doing?" And then Chewbacca could have like said, "Like I'm going to kill you." He's like, "You don't need to kill me." And then as soon as Chewbacca knows that he he understands him, it would have had yeah. the same effect. But then they did subtitles for him too, and then they never did him again. Like, yeah, either do care. them or don't do them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm on the I'm of the belief, like, don't ever do that. You know, because that's, that's just one of those things. We suspend that disbelief. We suspend, okay, they understand each other. Right. Fine. It's like, I am Groot. Good. Yeah. They get it. We don't. That's fine. We, we base it off of them. I also thought, and now I know the movie was already two hours and 15 minutes, but they became best friends very quickly. Yeah. Uh, well. All right, so here, been best friends with either of those dudes. <laughs> no, that's true. They seem like cool dudes. Now here we go, yeah. Ryan. We get the train heist, which you like because they got to yep. get that coaxium. So you were on board for that. Now the I was I was on board for that. And again, uh, um, sad to see. I thought Thandie Thandie Newton's great, and she's awesome in Westworld. And yeah, she was cool in this, and um, it was sad, you know. But but two cool deaths with them too. Two pretty cool deaths. Yeah. So you got like a cool action scene. You get a little bit of the heist, all the stuff on the train. So the cloud riders show up, and that's where Val and Rio are killed. They don't get the coaxium, and then Beckett is like, oh, by the way, that stuff, that wasn't for us. That was Drayden Voss wanted yeah. that. Drayden Voss. Was, I thought, you know, uh, Paul Bettany was, was actually a pretty cool villain. Uh, I liked how his scars, like, kind of like, you could tell, like, worst poker face ever. Yeah, I liked, I liked the look of him. Now, apparently, Paul Bettany, or Voss, was originally going to be played by Michael K. Williams, better known as Omar from The Wire, and he was yeah. Gonna, what happened with that? Well, so he was going to be like a half mountain lion, half human. Okay. But when the <laughs> movie was originally directed by uh, was it Phil Lord and Chris Miller, whatever their names yeah. are, uh, the guys that do Last Man on Earth. First of all, if those guys did this movie, it would have been hilarious. I don't know how good it would have been, but it would have been fun. And that's I think that was the issue because we'll get into that a little bit yeah. later. But like, they were two. Very different tones of this movie, and yeah. you could tell who shot what. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And so I guess they had to do all these reshoots with Ron Howard, and Omar couldn't do it. So they just completely recast him with Paul Bettany. Yeah, and they weren't so much scars. They were like tiger stripes, kind of. And like, you could yeah. tell like, they got like darker as he got like more pissed off. Yeah, so I wonder if it would have been kind of like that. But anyway, it, I thought Paul Bettany did a good job. I'm with you. But it would have been interesting to see... Omar in there, but anyway, he didn't go. So now you get uh, they go to meet up with uh, Drayden Voss. Uh, Han sees Kira. That's when that whole scene that we we're just talking about. She taps him on the shoulder, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And then you find out that uh, she's a part of the Crimson Dawn, which is like another one of these groups. It's a great name. It is great a cool name. name. I I even like Cloud Riders. I like Crimson Dawn. So they did a pretty good job with that. Um, anytime I heard his name, I started singing the song from uh, Sound of Music, Edelweiss, in my head, but Drayden Voss. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. Which is a totally do- like dorky, uh, that's, that's a Marcus thing to do from the boxers, but I, I just did it. I couldn't help myself. That's all right. Hey, just you be yeah. you. So I'm trying. They yeah. need to get the coaxium, Ryan. So Han has a plan now to steal coaxium from the mines on, wait for it, wait Kessel. Wait Yeah. Kessel. So, by the way... I'm watching this movie next to what had to have been like a five-year-old kid. He's sitting next to me. He was, when the screen said solo at the beginning of the movie, he started screaming solo, solo, solo. When he's fidgeting in his seat the whole time, he was eating pizza. He had like two uh, Capri Suns. Oh, he, so he's all sugared up. He's all sugared up, but he, I can't, he never took like a bathroom break. So he probably pissed himself, is my guess. His <laughs> mom had to tell him to calm down several times. She even said at one point, she was like, don't, you can't annoy the man next to you, referring to me. At one Pretty. point, so when Hans said, or when somebody said Kessel, this kid started screaming Kessel like 10 times. Like he was just waiting for this goddamn Kessel run is what he was doing. Yeah. But anyway, so at this point, 
they need to get a ship that can do this. So Kira is like, oh, I got a guy. And then that's when we're introduced to Lando Calrissian for the first time, who was and this playing is like And this is like 45 minutes to an hour into the movie. Yeah, and Lando was, with the exception of Darth Maul, Lando was, was the best. Yeah, I, I would put him on the same. Like, I loved Harrelson's character, Beckett. I, I thought, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Beckett when we was do good, the character yeah. Breakdown. Yeah. Um, but he was, like, first of all, he looked, moved, and spoke like Billy D. Williams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, the, the he, was on, he was on point. He was, he was on it. And um, there was actually a cool story I was reading. with Arnold. They were talking like, to Donald Glover, and he's like, um, he's asking because his first action figure was a was a Lando Calrissian Star Wars action figure. So he oh, loved cool. the character and like was dying to meet Billy D. Williams and like Billy D. Williams. He's asking him all these questions, you know, all this stuff. And then Billy D. Williams always used to be like, "Just chill out, man. Just be cool." Like that was his like whole thing. Like that's how you play that character. It's like, what if I, you know, what if I give him this backstory and we play him like this? He's like, "No, nah, man. Just be cool. Just be cool." <laughs> like that, that's, that's all you needed, and he was. That's who he is. Yeah, and he was cool. And as I shit. loved one of the things I loved about the character. They did, he's a bit of a puss. Yep, like he's a huge talker, but like not. Oh like yeah, he doesn't like to get his hands dirty. And that, and we, like he, I thought that was great. You definitely see that in Empire. You know, like yeah. he's not going to fight. I mean, he's not dumb enough to fight Vader, so he's just going to go along with what he says. And like he sort of raises his voice a little bit, but then he knows right to back right down. So, but at, at his core, he's kind of a. And I I love these characters together because at. Han Solo's core, he's a good guy. Right. And they say that to him, like, when Amelia Clark, Kira says to him, like, I know who you are, like, you're a good guy. Or yeah. someone says it to him, like, and you're a good like, guy. And he's like, no, I'm not. And, but on the other side, like, Lando tries to be, like, this playboy, like, nice guy, but he's really a bad guy. Right. No, that you makes know, sense. So, yeah. So you get the card-playing scene, you, you realize that Lando cheats to win, and yet he still is going to take the Millennium Falcon, and they're going to team up. Now, Lando also has a droid, L3. Yeah. Well, I feel like this character could be pretty polarizing. I hated this character. Well, I thought it was really weird. And again, like the, there were like these weird, um, and this is the Last Men on Earth guys, Like this, there was like weird like sexual innuendos. With, well, I was like, going to ask you, in, in all seriousness, do you think Lando had sex with the droid? Uh, what they can like, not like full penetrate, but there was something, there was acts that happened, you know what I mean? That were close enough to it. Yeah. And I thought that was just really out of place and really strange. It was very strange. Very off putting. So I think she, like L3, whatever it was, was supposed to be some of the comedic relief, but that to me all missed. So like I, I could see how some people would like the movie more if you thought that that was a fun character. Like, I thought she was terrible, and when she died, I was like, good. But you know what I also thought of? is like, so clearly Lando had a very tight relationship with this uh, droid. Yeah. Now, I guess you could read this anyway, but if you go back to Empire, when he first is introduced to C-3PO, he's, like, so smitten with Leia that he, like, he just basically ignores C-3PO, like, completely. You're right. And then there's another scene later on when Chewbacca has uh, 3PO like in pieces, and Lando yeah. just looks over. He goes, "Are you having a problem with your droid?" And then he just like walks away. So it's like, does he care about droids? Is he still like affected by it? Because he ran out in the middle of a battle to re- like he was in love with this droid, and now it seems yeah. like he could care less yeah. about droids. Well, maybe that was it. Maybe that broke his heart. So that that's definitely how you could spin it. You could be like, well, he's now he's like. He doesn't want, ever want to get close to another droid again. But that's like if you had a dog and then all of a sudden there was like another dog, even if you didn't own one, you'd be like, I've, I got to get down and pet this dog. Like, yeah. Anyway, so that was just one, one little thing. Uh, so L3 is killed. Lando's wounded. Uh, and then you get the Kessel Run. So Han does the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs, like we have known for like 40 years. Mm-hmm. I thought this scene was underwhelming. But I also. I was, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like you, and we were texting about it in the group chat the other day. I was a little underwhelmed by it, um, and it, because like I wanted, if he's the best pilot, like there was kind of like a trick that he, you know what I mean? There was a yeah. trick to it where he's like, "Oh, we're going to take a shortcut." It wasn't like I'm trying to think of it. Like, I, and the best is the, I said it in the group chat. Like, it's basically like, "Oh, like I have the world record in Mario Kart 
for Rainbow Road, and then people are like, all right, let's see you do it, and you just like cut that first corner. Yeah, you're like, like oh, you're not even doing the whole race. race. Like, you're not even doing the whole thing. You know what I mean? So to me, like that was kind of lame. Um, I definitely thought I did it was like lame. seeing the Star Destroyer and the, the Tie Fighters chasing them. Like why? Why do? Yeah. Like if you're a Tie Fighter pilot, like why would you? What they call it the Maw? Like why would you go in there? Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna it's fine. He's gonna die. Yeah. Or like you know what? It's fine. Sure. Great. You win. You know I don't I don't know but yeah. So I was just like okay again. It goes back to you hear about like the Star Wars lore. And then when it, when you're forced to put it on screen, it's going to be really difficult for it. To, like that could have been, I don't know, because I remember talking about it at the time when we found out. Even I think this got leaked earlier. Like they're going to show you the Kessel Run, and we were both like on board for it. We're like, all right, hey, great. Right. And then now you see it, and you're like, yeah, maybe I I could have just left that in my imagination. I don't know. Yeah, like I wanted to see some Fast and Furious shit, and what I got was like a shortcut. Yes, you know, like and um. But that explains the parsecs, I guess, because obviously it's not. It's like a unit right. of time. And, and Wes pointed that out, and I was I was actually glad he did because I'm like that's kind of stupid. And he's like, well, you know, if you think about it, then it makes it about distance and not about time. So and what I'm that like, does too is that goes back and that covers up a plot hole. Like they did, like basically Rogue One is all there entirely for the the Death Star. Like how right. could that be? Like how could that possibly be for the Death Star? You're like you know what? We're gonna make a movie, and then you can't say that anymore. And so this is the same idea where all the uh, fellow dorks out there are like, well, how can it be parsecs? That's time. And you're like, what? Well, yeah. This is how. You're like, okay, fine. This is how. It actually is about distance. So the group then, uh, Ryan goes to unload the fuel. And is it Enfy's Nest, like the leader of the Infant, Cloud Riders? Infant, Infant's Nest. Infant's, Infant's Nest? Infants. It's like Infant's, Infant's Nest. So, I don't know. And so this is ridiculous. So she's waiting for them. They're all, they all get their mask and stuff. She removes her mask, and the way it's shot, it's like we're supposed to know who that is. Right, and I was like super confused. Like I was looking at people, and she starts talking about her mother. I'm like, who the hell is I'm her like, mother? Who, who is this? Yeah. Any you idea? Don't know who that is. I have no idea. So if you guys know, so, you can email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at dorkpodcast. It was supposed to be like this big reveal, and I'm like, okay, I don't know, who, I I don't know who you are or care. Well, now we do, because I think the takeaway from this is is that in bringing this hyperfuel to this place and giving it to this, who they thought was a marauder, Han Solo has now played a role in effectively starting the rebellion. Because right. They, yeah, they were going to take this money to fund the rebellion, so he actually is one of the founders of the rebellion, which is I thought was kind of neat. Yeah, um, no, that I, I get that. So I mean, that does give you a little bit more uh, gravitas in the in the universe. So and that, my guess will be that she is mentioned as the founder of the rebellion at some point. Yeah, that makes sense. I could see that. So yeah. then she and her crew, you find out, like you said, are our rebels. Part of her crew includes a character called Weasel, played by yeah. Warwick Davis, yeah, who appeared in episode one. If you could go back, you can watch him. He's like at one of the scenes. He's like next to Watto. He was in yep. the yeah. He's a little. He's like a little Greedo, and he yeah. he of course was Wicket, the the spunky little Ewok when he was like twelve years old. Pretty crazy, yeah. And I think he was also was he the troll. In, uh, he was the leprechaun. Oh, I'm sorry, the troll. The leprechaun in Leprechaun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then Han's on board now with the Cloud Riders. He goes after Voss. Beckett turns on Han. Uh, like he basically said he would. He called that earlier. That was very clear yeah. foreshadowing. Uh, Kira kills Drayden Voss. Beckett takes Chewie hostage. But then Han shoots Beckett in the chest with a blaster. Then they give the Coaxium to Nest, who will then, again, kickstart the rebellion. She offers Han a choice to, to join. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. After Kira killed Voss, she was like, I'm going to go meet up with Han. Psych, I'm going to go on Skype and pull up Darth fucking Maul. Robot we, legs Darth Maul. We find out is the leader of the Crimson Dawn. And, Ryan, he talks. Yeah. So that's pretty good. I did yep. not and see this coming in, at all. I didn't either. I, I didn't think you know they were going to do this again, but fucking cool. <laughs> It's so cool. It's it's so cool, but it's still like it's tricky because the way my brain works, I'm like, all right, so you're setting this up for Rogue One and then into Episode Four, and like we never hear from Darth Maul again. Well, here's here here's want me to pitch you a story. Yeah, please. If you do, I want Solo Two. Oh, you do want Solo Two? I do. And what I want to have happen is, you know. Darth Maul is now doing his own thing. Like, he's the head of the Crimson Dawn or whatever. Yeah. 
And who do you send to shut him down? Uh, who do you send Darth Maul down? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Or Vader. Or Vader. Hmm. You send Vader to be like, cut the shit. Like, you know what I mean? And then they fight. Well, now, let me ask you this. Are the, like, the Clone Wars, like, the animated stuff, isn't, is that canon? It is. It is. So, that, so he's been alive. O- doesn't Obi-Wan, now, I'm not as familiar with them as I should be, but doesn't Obi-Wan yeah. kill Darth Maul, like, for reals in those? Uh, so they, they killed him, they brought him back, and then I believe in the Clone Wars, the anime, they killed him again. That's what, that's what I'm saying. And I think it was Obi-Wan yeah. again that did it. Yeah. But, so, so anyway, the, the, going back to one of our first things we talked about is, like, what character... Or, they, they're, they're, aren't they talking about making an Obi-Wan movie? Yes, they are. They're in talks and for he, that. And he deals with that. Well, I think if anybody needs a goddamn movie, it's Darth Maul now. Like, literally, yeah. start, start the movie with Darth Maul getting cut in half... And then you can even end it with him like taking over as the leader of the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I want to see. Uh, so then the the movie ends. You got Han and Chewie catch up with Lando. They get the Falcon back. Uh, they win the card game. They knew that he cheated. Blah blah blah. They head to Tatooine. So that sort of foreshadows what's going to happen there. But my big letdown was when they Darth Maul was on screen for what three minutes. Yeah, and then that was it. I'm like, wait, they're not going to go back to him. They're not going to revisit him. Like I didn't think the movie had like an ending it didn't yeah, really it feel wasn't. like it did no it didn't and again i wanted like okay well there's still some things you have to like why like why is he the head of the crimson dawn like why he's a sith like why is a sith yeah. involved in this you know and like, give me more uh, what's his motivation like does darth sidious know that he's still alive does vader yeah. know like what's the deal like what and what is he doing like what's he trying to what's he trying to accomplish and how about how about like one of the best like throwaway lines um when L three like sees Kira fight for the first time, yeah, and they're like that was impressive, and she's like, yeah, it's Taris Kasai, or like that fucking awful video game. Remember oh, like matches of like yeah, like they had a fighting game for Star Wars, and it was called like Terra Kasai or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. The fighting style, and she says like, oh, that's what that is. So she's pretty because. Like, so then the other questions I think with, with that people would have with Darth Maul is like there's that rule of two, and so like he's not Darth Maul, he's just Maul now because. Yeah. After Darth Maul died, then Count Dooku took over, then Dooku dies, then you get you end up eventually with Vader, right? So then it's been Vader this whole time. So you still have Vader just ripping shit up, like all the killing all the Jedi's and just like destroying stuff, being a badass. You have that Vader, like this is again just before Rogue One, so we saw how badass he was there. So Maul is kind of doing his own stuff, having nothing to do with Sidious anymore. So maybe the Obi-Wan movie is both Vader and Obi-Wan trying to track him down. Yep, I would watch that I would very much. Yeah, because they're both trying to like get him for like different reasons. Because he said, like, if, if Vader just finds out that he's still out there, and he's like, shit, like, i got to deal with that. And then yeah. Obi-Wan obviously is going to shut it down from the crime syndicate. I just want like, I'm not nuts to want, like, a reference to Vader, right? Uh, no, I want him, like, okay. in the whole thing. Just in every yeah. goddamn movie. Well, he needs his own standalone movie, too. Like, after watching Rogue oh, yeah. One. Like, what the hell? All right, Ryan, your what, be- are doing? what were the best slash your favorite parts of said movie? Well, I said I loved Beckett, and I liked the idea. Yeah. Like, he was, like, that cool, like, Western, like, gunslinger. And, like, the best line, I thought, one of the best lines was he was spinning the gun, like, sideways. Yeah. And Han's like, teach me how to do that. So, like, I like the idea that Han came from somewhere and had, like, a mentor. Yeah, right. And I like... I love the scene at the end when he shoots Beckett, and he shoots first. Yes, he did. And and Beckett like compliments him. him. Yeah, he says, "Good move, kid, because I would have killed you." Yeah. And now we know that argument is now put to bed that Han shot first. He had to have. Although, didn't George Lucas then say he didn't? Well, fuck George Lucas at yeah, this point. Fair you know enough. what I mean? Fair. So, I do know what you mean. Yeah. So he, I love that 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 put a bow on that, but like in a subtle way. Yes. Like, if you weren't paying attention we, that he said that, like, you might have missed that. That he's like, that, that was smart because I would have killed you. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, I thought Lando was, was, was good, not great. Um, people made it, like, going into the movie, like, oh, like, you know, Donald Glover completely steals the show and he's unbelievable. And he was good, but he wasn't, like, that See, good. I thought he was really good, but I'm with you. Like, they didn't give him enough to do. Like, he didn't steal the show yeah. because they, he may have had they given him a few more things to do. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, the more athletic Chewbacca. That yeah. was very good. We found out um, he's 190 years old. 
yeah, and I, but I loved him running around, you know, being an athlete, you know, yeah, looks good out there, yeah, there was, yeah. Um, I like seeing the Millennium Falcon like in all its glory, like squeaky clean, and then it immediately gets fucked up. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And it's just like a piece of trash, like it. We know it to be. It's not mm-hmm. like this, you know. Um, I like that there was uh, no lightsaber fight. This, I saw was reading somewhere this is the first Star Wars movie without a lightsaber battle. No shit. How about that? Yeah. I kind of so like. A, I kind of like a lightsaber. I kind of need a lightsaber. You kind of need. Well, you saw one. You saw a double. You saw it, but it wasn't used for offensive purposes. No, um, that's true. And I, again, I love. I love a good heist. I love a good like. Yeah. We need to do this to pay this and do this. You know. So I like that. So I already, I already mentioned obviously Darth Maul, Lando, and Rio. Those are my three favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I the very beginning. Uh, of the Kessel Run when they saw like the Imperial blockade, yeah, that shot where it literally looks like a shark waiting for you in the water, yeah, that was pretty badass. Like that was the yeah. best part of the whole thing. And like the way like the clouds and like the surrounding area is set up, you're looking like, you're, like the what? lightning and everything. Yeah, you're, like what yeah. is that? And at that point, I thought it might be Vader. I was like, oh shit, is he in there? Mm-hmm. But no, he was not. So uh, those would be. And I also again. We sort of hit on like the idea of the Crimson Dawn. I really liked, but I don't know if the execution was great. Like, I don't think we know no. enough about them. But I, I didn't like that idea that there were like these crime syndicates. But now that I know that there is a Sith who is behind one of them, yeah, now I'm in. Yeah, I'm like, that's all right, much so there's better. like these rogue Sith that are like doing their own thing, like crime wise. I'm into it. That's pretty pretty sweet. Uh, what about worst or least favorite parts? Again, I said they wasted too many good characters. Like, I yeah. thought Rio had a little bit more of a shelf life. I liked Val. Um, L3, I thought the droids in the last two. So, uh, who was it in K2SO? Uh, Rogue One? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was K2SO. Which I thought he was great. He was fine. And then L3 was light. You know, yeah, and they not weren't a fan. weenies like, like C3PO. But right. I thought, you know, that character was fine. I didn't like the whole sex references. I thought that was really stupid. It was weird. Um, again, like, you, you've heard that thing, like, a camel is a horse put together by a committee. Yeah. Yeah, I, I felt like this movie was a camel. Like, I felt like it was very uneven. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I There was, like, I don't think Ron Howard would make, like, a really goofy movie. No. And I felt like it was, like, really goofy at times. And you could tell that, like, he was like, oh, fuck, we got to leave it in there because this, you know. But mm-hmm. the whole thing about, you know, uh, Kira talking about his, uh, um, Lando's prodigious, and then they kind of, like, cut her off. Like, whoa, 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 we get it. You know what I mean? Like, right. that was stupid. Yeah, he didn't need it. The droid thing was really stupid. That was the bad. The sexual stuff was dumb. And then a lot happened in the beginning, and then there were times where in the middle in the second and third act I'm like okay I get it I get it keep going you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah yeah for sure like, I get it you know so I, I I those are the parts I didn't I found it to be a little uneven yeah I, th- I mean we hit on a bunch of them before I just thought the actual character of Han Solo was not great so right away you're kind of behind the eight ball you know it's it's similar to like Silicon Valley we've talked about where like the lead character is not great so you need to rely on everybody else yeah and so that's tough yeah. about you know Kira was good and bad. You're right. You really have to talk yourself into our right, what is she end game, and then like, th- does that then make sense for all of her other interactions? And maybe it does. L three, I didn't like. I would. I almost put Darth Maul in both categories because he was the best. But then you want more of him, and so yeah. Like, should a cameo, a three minute cameo, be the best part of your movie? Like, and then if that, it is like that's not great. That sucks. Not yeah. a great sign. And then the whole thing about the ending, like it just didn't really feel like there was. So you already answered the question. You do want a solo two. Yeah, and I feel like there were good enough bones in this story that yeah. left me kind of wanting to see, okay, what are you going to do with Kira and Darth Maul? You know, yes, and it, yeah, we got to see liked, what happens with them. I liked seeing, you know, I thought one of the things I kind of liked and like thinking about it afterwards, like in the, I have like a 20-minute ride home from the, and I think about, stuff and i'm like i like the fact that han solo wasn't han solo yet like he wasn't cool like he was kind of a wiener right yeah he was and then he kind of learned through beckett and through kira like i kind of have to harden up a little bit and i kind of mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so i i want to see that character progress a little bit further into like that scoundrel kind of mentality yeah i could see that um and like i said what i I want to see how Kira deals with Darth Maul. I want to see that relationship because I think those two together would be kind of interesting because you have Darth Maul who's like very flat, who's yeah. very one-dimensional. 
and you have Kira, who's like could be like an interesting character. And I wonder too, like, is Darth Maul's motivation like is did he like go back to Darth Sidious after he like was able to like get healthy again? And or is he pissed? And was he rejected by him? And again, some, yeah. right? He might, yeah, he might have been like, get out of here! Like you're half a guy. Like I don't want, I don't yeah. want you. Like, does he know that Obi Wan's still alive? And again, some of this is probably answered in those Clone Wars movies. I guess I got to yeah. watch now, see what they do with Darth Maul. But yeah, like who's his enemy? Like I, that's what I want to know, and like what he's trying I, to do. And so. I would, lo- and again, what I would love to see is everyone be his enemy, and I would love to yes. see him and Vader fight. Oh my god, that would be probably like, the best thing ever. Not, not um, New Hope Vader, but I want Rogue One Vader. Rogue One Vader versus Darth Maul. Yeah. Oof, I would I would like to see that for mm-hmm. show. So what we do know, we don't know if they're going to do an Obi Wan movie yet. We do know they're going to do uh, Episode Nine, which they got their work cut out for them. But that comes out not this December, but next this December. So we have a little bit yeah. of a break for Star Wars movies, and then they're penciling in the Bubba Fett movie for 2020, and that's all they really have on the books. So everything else is just sort of speculation at this point. Well, I think you need a break. Uh, like for us, like I'm almost glad that we're not doing a show next week because it's just been like bombarded with I, with like big budget shit. That not I only the big budget shit, but I was like w- leaving the theater. I was teetering on like, am I kind of am I s- done with Star Wars for a while? Like I didn't think I would get to that point, but yeah. when we went over the uh, the ten movies, like for me, only five of them are good. Like that's not a really good track record. But you know what the thing about this movie is? Is if if I was to sit down, like which one? If I were to just put on a movie, yeah. like, and I wouldn't have to pay attention to it, and I wouldn't have to be invested in it, like yeah. this is the movie. Like this is a great like Sunday afternoon, mm. four o'clock, not a lot going on. This movie's on, but no, well, I'll watch it. I do you know? think if they were both on right now, and I said just said I needed a break from it, but if Solo was on and The Last Jedi was on, I would probably watch Solo over it. Yeah, because it's you, it's yeah. less investment. You know, yeah. and you're not going to get pissed. It's fine. That's like, the other thing. Fine. I think I think Last Jedi also suffers from like just the importance of it. Like if you're going to yeah. be in that order, like these little side ones can be great, they can be bad, they can be good and whatever. Like you just try to enjoy them for what they are. But if you are, you know, episode 8 or episode 9, like you better be awesome. And then that was the yeah. big letdown. And this and this is what is going to and another hot take. Ooh. This is what's going to kill Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be reviewed well and Ooh, people are not going to like it. Ugh. Because Infinity War was just so heavy, and this is supposed to be like a palate cleanser, but it happens before. Yeah, it is kind of tough. Like they, sh- I know, like they make more money with movies in May. I guess that's most most on the research, even though they ended up putting that one in April. But they yeah. should have just released Ant Man before it, to be honest. But and we'll it, see. Maybe there'll be, be something like, else that'll yeah. make sense. Maybe, uh, but I, uh, this you watch the Ant Man's going to be the first like Marvel movie below like a seventy. I'm calling it now. All right. Oh, we got you. We got you. We'll mark tape on it. You got anything there else on uh, solo? Or are you ready for the pick of the pod? No, I think you know. I think it's right where it needs to be. Seventy percent is right where I would put it. Seventy. I would put it seventy to seventy-five. You know, that's exactly where it needs to be in the Rotten Tomato scale. All right. But in the, in the binary Rotten Tomatoes, I would say it's fresh. It's not rotten. It's fresh. All right. I I disagree. <laughs> well, fuck you. Pick of the pod. All right, Ryan, would you like to kick, uh, receive, defer, defend a goal? What did I do last week? Did I, did you I defer a, last week? Yeah, you defended a goal last week. All right, I'll, I'll receive this week. All right, what do you got? All right, what do I got? So uh, what I got, so someone was asking, I think it was Mac, was asking, like, what what video game were you best at? Like, not the best game you've ever played, but what video game were you best at? And oh, yeah. I said, that was a Mac thought. I said Street Fighter Two. Without even blinking. Mm. Um, and this week, my pick of the pod, I played it today, came out today. It's phenomenal. The 30th anniversary of Street Fighter is an actual game. It is $40. You get 12 games. Holy smokes. And, uh, with, and spoiler alert, the original Street Fighter, which came out in 1988 or 87, it came out in 87 in Japan, 88 in the United States, is still as unplayable as it is as it was back then. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Yeah, it's impossible, and it's it's so hard to play. But it, it's there, um, and basically, what you have is Street Fighters one through three, and all of like the in in between. So you remember they did like Street Fighter two, and then it was the new challenge, like yeah, new yeah. challengers, and yep. then it was Hyper Street Fighter. So you have all of those, wow. and there's twelve games, and I'm still nasty. Nice. And you can play online. Oh, 
Very nice. So, and it's, it's right. the, the price point is thirty nine ninety nine. It's a little bit cheaper than a than a real new game. So, not bad. Twelve games in one. You do the math. It's better than me. I so. like that. That's pretty good, yep. Ryan. All right, my pick of the pod. I think it was my pick of the pod last week too. But I watched all of it now. That would be Broadchurch. It was oh, yeah. a uh, the the British show. It's on Netflix. There are three seasons, and I think I, I heard that's all they're going to do. So there might not be any more. It's awesome. David Tennant is great. If you like a Who Done It, it's really good. Kind of like dark. I mean, the first one is a child who died, and then season three, you're talking about a rape. So like, it's pretty intense. But the acting is really good, and you're trying to figure it out the whole time, like who did it and why, and like so many people look like it could be them. So. I would recommend Broadchurch currently on the Netflix. That'll do it for this episode. You can, of course, rate, review, and subscribe on the iTunes. We appreciate when you uh, rate there and leave us a uh, review. It's always very nice. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at Dork Podcast. Email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also check us out on the YouTube. Just go to youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. You can catch up on all of our old videos and whatnot. If the people want to follow just you, Ryan... At Arvon D on any and all social medias. Um, since tomorrow will be my official last day of school for the year, please be on the lookout for Twitch streams. Um, I do have my PC all set up. It's a very humbling experience. Nice. My my getting back to be able to play competitive Overwatch on PC because you have to be like what level twenty five? Yeah, I think so. Starts starts this week. <laughs> so oh. starting from fucking scratch. Good luck. Yeah. Um, so next week I'm on vacation, so there's going to be no new episode next week. So we're all going to take a break there. I may, I'm kicking around the idea of maybe uploading by the end of this week, like a dork classic from our pre WEI days. I got to figure yeah, yeah. that out. Uh, but and no I'm, new I'm episode. looking at maybe, maybe do a YouTube video for our YouTube channel. So, all right, very cool. Yep. So check that out. Subscribe there and, uh, that'll do it. Good stuff. Ryan, take it sleazy. God bless you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.